Chapter 17 of Buffalo Bill from Prairie to Palace. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Buffalo Bill from Prairie to Palace by John M. Burke. Chapter 17 A Champion Buffalo Hunter. Having given up the real estate business, Buffalo Bill received a proposition from the Goddard brothers, who had contracted to furnish subsistence for 4,000 of construction employees of the Kansas Pacific Railroad. The amount required was very large to procure, which involved hard writing, but the labor was small compared with the danger to be incurred from the Indians, who were killing every white man they could find in that section. Nevertheless, an offer of $500 per month for the service made Billy unmindful of the exertion or peril, and he went to work under contract to supply all the meat required. During this engagement, he had no end of wonderful escapes from bands of Indians, not a few of whom he sacrificed to secure his own safety. By actual count, he also killed, under his contract with the Goddard brothers, 4,280 buffaloes. To appreciate the extent of this slaughter, by approximate measurement, these buffaloes, if laid on the ground end to end, would make a line more than five miles long, and if placed on top of each other, they would make a pile two miles high. By special arrangements, all the heads of the largest buffaloes killed by Bill were preserved and delivered to the Kansas Pacific Railroad Company, by which they were turned into excellent advertisements for the road. Many of these heads may still be seen in prominent places, marking the center of an oval board containing the advertisement of the road. So well had Cody performed this part of the contract that the men connected with the Kansas Pacific Road gave him the appellation by which he is still known throughout the world. Buffalo Bill. A record of all his battles with the Indians during this period of professional hunting would be so long that few could read it without tiring, for there is a sameness connected with attacks and escapes which it is difficult to recite in language, always sparkling with interest. But Buffalo Bill, being a brave man under all circumstances when bravery is essential and cautious when that element subserved the purpose better, was almost daily in a position of danger, and many times escaped almost like the Hebrew children from the furnace. So justly celebrated had Buffalo Bill now become that Kit Carson, on his return from Washington City in the fall of 1867, stopped at Hayes City to make his acquaintance. Carson was so well pleased with Bill's appearance and excellent social qualifications that he remained for several days the guest of the celebrated buffalo hunter and scout. Upon parting, the renowned Kit expressed the warmest admiration for his host, and conveyed his consideration by inviting Bill to visit him at Fort Lyon, Colorado, where he intended making his home. But the death of Carson the following May prevented the visit. Like every other man who achieves distinction by superior excellence, in some particular calling, Buffalo Bill, who had now shed the familiar title of Billy, had his would-be rivals as buffalo killers. 
Among this number was a well-known scout named Billy Comstock, who sought to dispute the claim of champion. Comstock was quite famous among the Western Army, being one of the oldest scouts and most skillful hunters. He was murdered by Indians seven years after the event about to be recorded, while scouting for Custer. Buffalo Bill was somewhat startled one day upon receipt of a letter from a well-known army officer offering to wager the sum of five hundred dollars that Comstock could kill a greater number of buffaloes in a certain given time under stipulated conditions than any other man living. This was, of course, a challenge to Buffalo Bill, who, upon mentioning the facts, found hundreds of friends anxious to accept the wager, or who would put up any amount that Bill's claim to the championship could not be successfully disputed by any person living. The bet was promptly accepted, and the following conditions agreed to. A large herd of buffaloes being found, the two men were to enter the drove at 8 o'clock a.m. and employ their own tactics for killing until 4 o'clock p.m., at the end of which time the one having killed the largest number was to be declared winner of the wager and also the champion buffalo killer of America. To determine the result of the hunt, a referee was to accompany each of the hunters on horseback and keep the score. The place selected for the trial was 20 miles east of Sheridan, Kansas, where the buffaloes were plentiful, and the country being a level prairie rendered the hunt easy and afforded an excellent view for those who wished to witness the exciting contest. Comstock was well mounted on a strong spirited horse and carried a 42 caliber Henry rifle. Buffalo Bill appeared on his famous horse, Old Brigham and in this he certainly had great advantage, for this sagacious animal knew all about the rider's style of hunting buffaloes and therefore needed no reining. The party rode out on the prairie at an early hour in the morning and soon discovered a herd of about one hundred buffaloes grazing on a beautiful stretch of ground just suited for the work in hand. The two hunters rode rapidly forward, accompanied by their referees, while the spectators followed one hundred yards in the rear. At a given signal, the two contestants dashed into the center of the herd, dividing it so that Bill took the right half, while Comstock took those on the left. Now the sport began in magnificent style, amid the cheers of excited spectators, who rode as near the contestants as safety and non-interference permitted. Buffalo Bill, after killing the first half-dozen stragglers in the herd, began an exhibition of his wonderful skill and strategy. By riding at the head of the herd and pressing the leaders hard toward the left, he soon got the drove to circling, killing those that were disposed to break off on a direct line. In a short time, witnesses of this novel contest saw Buffalo Bill driving his portion of the herd in a beautiful circle and in less than half an hour he had all those in his bunch, numbering thirty-eight, lying around within a small compass. Comstock, in the meantime, had done some fine work, but by attacking the rear of his herd, he had to ride directly away from the crowd of anxious spectators. He succeeded in killing twenty-three, which, however, lay irregularly over a space of three miles in extent, and therefore, while he killed fewer than his rival, 
he at the same time manifested less skill which by contrast showed most advantageously for buffalo bill all the party having returned to the apex of a beautiful knoll a large number of champagne bottles were produced and amid volleys of flying corks toasts were drunk to the buffalo heroes buffalo bill being especially lauded and now a decided favorite but these ceremonies were suddenly interrupted by the appearance of another small herd of buffalo cows and calves into which the two contestants charged precipitately in this round bill scored eighteen while comstock succeeded in killing only fourteen the superiority of buffalo bill was now so plainly shown that his backers as well as himself saw that he could afford to give an exhibition of his wonderful horsemanship while continuing the contest without fear of losing the stakes accordingly after again regaling themselves with champagne and other appetizing accessories the cavalcade of interested spectators rode northward for a distance of three miles where they discovered a large herd of buffaloes quietly browsing the party then halted and buffalo bill removing both saddle and bridle from old brigham rode off on his well-trained horse directing him solely by motions of his hand reaching the herd by circling and coming down upon it from the windward quarter the two rival hunters rushed upon the surprised buffaloes and renewed the slaughter after killing thirteen of the animals buffalo bill drove one of the largest buffaloes in the herd toward the party seeing which many among the interested spectators became very much frightened showing as much trepidation perhaps as they would have manifested had the buffalo been an enraged lion but when the ponderous shaggy-headed beast came within a few yards of the party bill shot it dead thus giving a grand coup d'etat to the day's sport which closed with this magnificent exhibition of skill and daring the day having now been far spent and time called it was found that the score stood thus buffalo bill sixty-nine comstock forty-six the former was therefore declared winner and entitled to the championship as the most skillful buffalo slayer in america and crowned forever with the title of buffalo bill in referring to the fact that he has the record of having killed far more game than any other hunters buffalo bill who always speaks most modestly of all his exploits gives as a reason for his scoring greater numbers of buffalo bear deer elk antelope etc that the huntsmen of years ago were armed with muzzle-loading weapons while it fell to his lot to get the advantage of late inventions and be armed with the very best of repeating rifles the fact that buffalo bill makes this statement in favor of others shows how willing he is to give credit where credit is due end of chapter seventeen recording by john brandon